Welcome to the Common Good Podcast, the podcast that showcases the very best of Glasgow Caledonian University and how the institution, its staff and its research benefits people and communities both at home and overseas. My name is Craig Telfer and today this podcast is looking at the university's mental health support for students and for staff and I am thrilled to be joined by Rachel Simpson, the Project Officer for Student Mental Health at GCU. Rachel, it's great to have you with me. Hi, thank you for having me. And we also have the Assistant Vice Principal of Health and Wellbeing, Helen Gallagher. Helen, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hello, Craig. It's great to be here. Thank you for asking us. No, delighted to have you both. And I'm really looking forward to talking to you today about student and staff mental health because it's a vital topic and none more so, especially in the midst of the ongoing pandemic. But before we begin, I think it'd be worthwhile if you were to introduce yourselves and tell us about your roles at the university. We'll start with yourself first, Rachel. What does a project officer do? So um, my role at GCU is to facilitate a whole institutional approach to health and wellbeing for students and staff. So in facilitating a whole institutional approach, it gives me the scope to kind of evaluate and embed a lot of different projects um, which look at enhancing wellbeing. So um, some of the things I do is I support the wellbeing team in delivering like online materials and resources, evaluate and enhance action plans and support Sam H with the delivery of the mental health training. Um, also develop the student wellbeing web pages, engage with different sector bodies in research and look at GCU's practice and how we can enhance the sector provisions, like with different sector bodies such as like Think Positive at NUS Scotland or Student Minds um, and assist with organising awareness raising initiatives and campaigns like mental health days and different materials. Excellent, that's a very thorough role you have and I know that you were the student president between 2018 and 2019. How did that prepare for you in your current role? It gave me experience kind of like um, looking at different kind of uh, initiatives of student wellbeing, looking um, like managing different projects, like having kind of like a broad remit, like you get a lot of experience, like doing a lot of things at the same time. So it definitely prepared me for for spinning a lot of plates. (laughs) And I know one of your big successes when you were the student president was setting up the, the student mental health agreement. Could you tell us a wee bit about that? Yeah, so the, the Student Mental Health Agreement is a project that Think Positive at NUS um, encourages um, different universities, colleges and students associations to engage with. So at GCU and in GCU Students Association, we kind of like work together um, to create the Student Mental Health Agreement, um, which is a partnership I guess, framework um, to look at like different ways that then the Student Association and the university could come together to champion um, mental health and different initiatives and support decisions we could put in for students and staff. Excellent. Thank you, Rachel. And our second guest today, of course, is uh, Helen Gallagher. Anyone who has been listening to the Common Good podcast regularly will know Helen. She was on a podcast with us last autumn. And Helen, just for anyone that missed that episode, can you tell us what you do at the university and outline your role? Yeah, sure, Craig. Um, I am Assistant Vice Principal for Health and Wellbeing, and I'm also Head of Department. But as AVP, I've been charged with taking a strategic overview of the health and wellbeing of students and staff. Mm-hmm. My main focus today has been mental health, which means I've been working with Rachel, Student Wellbeing, the Students Association, Exec Board, People Services, various other people to help raise awareness of mental health and improve our services, resources and training to help students and staff look after their own and others' mental health. Um, I'm currently working on developing the strategic framework for health and well-being for GCU, which will take this whole community approach to creating a healthy university. Excellent. And that leads me on perfectly to my next question is to explore the challenges that students and staff are likely to experience with their mental health. We'll start with yourself first, Rachel. Could you tell us about some, some of the challenges that students might face? 
Typically, students um, are now presenting with a variety of different mental health and wellbeing support needs. So we're tending to see students approaching the service um, with concerns relating to like social isolation, um, disengagement from their studies, um, increased instances of anxiety, um, and other wellbeing concerns around like loss of income and financial worries. Um, since the beginning of the pandemic, we've noticed a shift in um, the support that students are requesting, and um, with more coming forward for support with their overall wellbeing rather than clinical services. So we're in the process of evaluating some of the new provisions embedded into the service um, to respond to this. Thank you, Rachel. And what about staff, Helen? What are some of the things that they're likely to have experienced? Yeah, well, similarly, staff have been experiencing concerns related to social isolation and the impact on the pandemic on their families, relationships and finances. The volume of work associated with working at home has increased and many of the staff have been juggling this with looking after young children, homeschooling and um, other carer commitments that they might have. So it's easy to feel overwhelmed at times. And this, can make, this can have huge impacts on our feelings of well-being or our mental health in the longer term. So for all of us, our routines have been turned on their head. And so finding time for relaxing or physical exercise and healthy work-life balance in general has been hard. And all of these are really important factors in maintaining positive mental health. Yeah, definitely. Certainly something that I can relate to over the last 14 months. So we know what the issues are. So what are the existing mental health provisions at GCU? Is this something you can talk about, Rachel? Like when I'm when I'm explaining the different um, mental health provisions at GCU, um, I break them into like different overarching themes of structural support. So that's like things like counselling provisions, holistic wellbeing approaches, um, the policies and representation of staff and students, and then strategic approaches to enhancing the health and wellbeing of the community. So all the services and information that I'm going to briefly like discuss um, are available online at the GCU wellbeing web pages um, or the staff mental health and wellbeing internet hub. Um, but broadly speaking, um, in terms of structural support, um, we have the Student Wellbeing Service who offer counselling, um, mental health advisors, wellbeing advisors and the disability service. Um, and the Students Association also have the Advice Centre and Nightline. Um, and staff can access PAM Assist for counselling as well. For wellbeing support, students and staff can access a free online 24-7 support with Togetherall, which is an award-winning digital online community um, and service, um, where individuals can access support from trained professionals, and we also offer ongoing workshops at the year and different mental health courses, including things like mindfulness for staff and students and different initiatives to help increase and build community within our staff and students. And we contextualise the support for different intersectional staff and student experiences. And some of these are outlined in either policy or guidance for support. So, for example, there's specific policies and guidance and a named contact for support and student carers. And there's also specific guidance for support and staff carers too. There's a webpage called Supporting Our Students, in which outlines different areas of tailored support we provide, and there's similar information for staff on the Staff Wellbeing Hub as well. Recently, in relation to COVID-19, there's also dedicated staff and student resources in response to homework and studying, things like online mm -hmm. service delivery, communities and GC learn and launching together all. And finally, touching on like the strategic approach side of it, um, our staff and students, mental health and wellbeing, and support um, are strategically enhanced through the Student Wellbeing Advisory Group and the Mental Health at Work Task Force. Um, and these groups work to evaluate and introduce different projects to enhance wellbeing at GCU. And there's overarching whole institutional projects, including the pilot with Student Minds for the University Mental Health Charter, um, and also engaging with different sector bodies like the QAA to look at enhancing wellbeing for the curriculum. Certainly very thorough. It's good to know that we've got the support there if we need it. Is there anything you want to add to that, Helen? Anything that Rachel might have missed? I don't think that there is. I think she's <laughs> covered everything there. Yeah. 
Are there any areas that we could be doing any better for mental health support? I think, I think we're always working to enhance like, the different kind of support provisions that are available for, for students and staff. And that's kind of like the work of like both like like, like the wellbeing advisory group and, and the mental health at work task force is kind of looking at different areas like from the GCU community um, that they, they feel like could be enhanced as well as different like support provisions and what we can do. Um, so we're always, we're always building and enhancing and what support we offer. Yeah, and our um, strategic framework for health and well-being, we're going to be consulting with staff so that we could get people's views as to what they see as being important to them. Because in order to improve our services, we need to make sure that they're contextualised to what our, our staff and students need. So there'll be a big consultation process going out around that in the near future. Excellent. And I know the university is looking to take a holistic community approach to its mental health support. What do we mean by that? Mental health and wellbeing support at GCU is undertaken through like a whole institutional approach. So what we mean by that is embedding contextualised and accessible support for all members of the GCU community. So for your, our students and staff, so we look at kind of like mental health and wellbeing through like different initiatives which can enhance your wellbeing as well as your mental health um, or community's mental health literacy um, and evaluate and enhance on a regular basis. One of the other things we're also looking to do is bust some of the existing myths surrounding mental health. Can you explain what some of these existing myths are? Yeah, so first and foremost is that mental health problems are not common and only affect the few. So according to the World Health Organization, an estimated one in four people in the world will be affected by mental or neurological disorders at some point in their lives. And mental health disorders are among the leading causes of ill health and disability worldwide. In fact, we all have mental health, and so we're all susceptible to fluctuations in how we are feeling. That can be yo-yoing between well, happy, and resilient, to feeling stressed, isolated, or temporarily overwhelmed. As I intimated earlier, our mental health impacts on our relationships, our home lives, and our ability to function at study or work. A second myth is that people with mental health conditions cannot study or work. It is true that someone living with a particularly severe mental health condition might be unable to carry out regular work. However, the majority of people with mental health issues can be as productive as individuals without mental health disorders. So people with poorer mental health or a long-term mental health condition may struggle in the work environment, but with the right support, they can also flourish. Unfortunately, many students and staff choose not to disclose or seek support until they're in crisis because they fear that they'll be viewed negatively and may have implications for their future progress and career opportunities. And then a third key myth um, is that we can't do anything for a person with mental health problems. Um, whereas friends and colleagues can make a massive difference, um, less than 50% of adults with diagnosable mental health problems and less than 20% of children and adolescents seek out and receive treatments. We can all be important influencers to help someone get the treatment and services they need by reaching out and letting them know you are available to help, helping them access mental health services and treating them with respect, just as you would anyone else. That's all very good, but there are still challenges in place before we can have open discussions about our mental health. What are these challenges and how do we overcome them? We need to keep raising awareness of mental health and make it normal part of dialogue. We need to destigmatize mental health and let our colleagues and students realize that it's okay not to be okay and that GCU that and that at GCU they can talk openly about their problems without there being any negative connotations. So within an organizational culture which strives to normalize the stigma around mental health, we hope to encourage people to open up about their concerns and so earlier support can be put in place which may help them make progress and may avert an acute um, episode in the future. 
So as a university, we should be constantly learning and sharing the facts about mental health and challenging whenever we hear something that isn't true. Now, one of the projects that's launching in the coming weeks is a Spotlight On series. Can you tell me about that? Yes, the Spotlight On series will help shine a light on mental health or issues that can impact our mental health and, and in doing so, promote this inclusive culture of openness, trust and raised awareness of mental health and well-being. And hopefully as well, reduce the negativity often associated with it. It's the series of open and authentic panel discussions with Q&As comprising a roundtable of external and GCU experts and individuals with, re with relevant lived experiences. Each one will address a different topic related to mental health or issues that can impact our mental health. And each one will be accompanied by a short explainer video and some training material and resources to enable staff and students to better understand the topic and provide support for dealing with the relevant issues. Now, this might be a bit of a thick question, but why is it important we hear from people who have lived in experiences of mental health issues? It's very easy to make assumptions about what someone is experiencing or the impact that mental health is having on their lives. So by listening to people with lived experience of mental health who are willing to share what they are going through or have been through, um, we can gain a better understanding of their feelings and perspectives and learn more about how to help them and others in a more meaningful way in the future. It also helps us to see where our services and resources may need to be improved, which is something that we always seek, we are always seeking to do. So what are some of the topics you're aiming to touch on with the Spotlight On series? So we're starting off with mental health during the pandemic, which is something that we all have experience of. Um, we also want to consider suicide prevention, self-harm, the impact of harassment or racial discrimination on mental health. But in addition to that, we want to balance these with topics that are promoting positive mental health, such as sports and exercise and the impact that this can have on mental health as well. When does Spotlight on launch? So we're launching it during Mental Health Awareness Week, which is the week beginning the 10th of May. So there'll be some communications circulated through CalConnected and the GCA Wellbeing web pages, alongside other like different places like social media. So if you get any specific like queries about it, um, feel free to get involved. Excellent. How do people get involved then? Um, people can get involved by um, emailing either like me or Helen if you've got any suggestions or ideas. Um, we need to kind of involve as much of the GCA community as possible. Excellent. We'll hope as many people can get involved as possible. And I would like to thank both of you for coming on to today's show. Rachel, lovely to see you. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you. And Helen, it was great to see you. Thank you so much for coming back on. Thanks very much, Craig. I'd also like to thank everyone for listening to today's episode. And I hope you will join us again soon when we'll be in conversation with another member of staff from Glasgow Caledonian University. In the meantime, make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to us from. You will find us on all major platforms. Until then, I've been Craig Telfer and this has been The Common Good Podcast. <laughs>